This week on What Happened, I talk about an Uber driver live-streaming his rides, Google hit by a $5 billion fine by the EU, the news from Comic-Con, and the James Gunn situation. What Happened is available on your favorite podcasting app and now available on Spotify. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of What Happened for July 15th, 2018. This week I have a couple tech stories and some news from Hollywood. First up is tech. Uber and Lyft driver was caught live-streaming passengers, now fired. This week, a story developed about a driver for both Uber and Lyft, who for the past few months have been live-streaming his passengers on Twitch for everyone to see. Jason Gargak, going under the name Just Smurf on Twitch, streamed around 700 rides since March. In an interview with the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, Jason explained his reason behind it and was that he stumbled onto other drivers doing it and wanted to try it out and that that was the main reason behind becoming a driver for Uber and Lyft. While he, for the most part, has been nice and had fun conversations with the passengers, the issue lies with his chat room on Twitch that criticized and mocked what people wore or how they talked in the car, without their knowledge. Also in the interview, Jason also mentioned that people should have a reasonable expectation of privacy, and being in a stranger's car is not one of them. Quote, I have sex in my bedroom. I don't have sex in strangers' cars. Because I have a reasonable expectation of privacy in the bedroom in my own house, I don't have that in a stranger's car. Gargak did this in Missouri, which means it is okay under the law to do so, since it has a one-party consent law which means that only one person needs to know that there is a recording device in use. In this case, it being Gargic. While he may be fine legally, Uber and Lyft have both fired him or uh, banned him from the service, with Uber saying the troubling behavior in the videos is not in line with our community guidelines. We have ended our partnership with this driver. Twitch, also finding out about this, has also suspended his account, as it does not allow people to stream content that invades people's privacy. This seems to come as the public were upset with this because initially Uber said that since he technically did not break any of their rules and state laws, they were not going to do anything. My thoughts on this is that, just like the Chinese gambling ring with Bitcoin last week, this is just another case of newer technologies becoming more part of our day-to-day life. While what Gargak did was not illegal, I believe it was unethical, especially since he knew he was also making money off of this, uh, not only through the Uber Rise, but also through the subscription service Twitch Prime on Twitch. So people were paying him 5 bucks a month for live-streaming these rides? I know personally I would not be happy if my Uber driver was secretly filming me and making money off of it, thanks to his followers who could also be mocking me. Next story is WhatsApp is testing limiting forwarded messages. Recently, WhatsApp has decided to start testing how to limit forward messages to other people in your contacts. While WhatsApp has not said what the limit would be for most of the world, they did say, however, for India, it would be five times you can forward a message. This move is a response to the misinformation in India that is not only spreading too fast, but getting people killed. In India this year, there have been fake messages about child kidnappers, and this has led to angry mobs to beat up and sometimes even kill people. Currently, India is WhatsApp's biggest market at 200 million users. I think this is a good move on WhatsApp part, as what happened in India is very dangerous, and while it may still happen, anything to slow it down or stop it, the spread of misinformation is really good. Google has been hit by a massive fine by the EU. This week, Google was hit by a fine from the European Commission, of $5 billion, or 4.3 billion euros. The commission handed Google this fine because they believe that Google has been abusing the market dominance they've had of Android in a few areas. These areas include Google stopping phone makers from making devices that run a modded version of Android, or a forked version, bundling its search engine and Chrome browser into the Android operating system, and making payments to large manufacturers and mobile networks to exclusively bundle the Google search app on phones. Along with this fine, the European Commission is also demanding that Google stop these practices within 90 days. 
From The Verge, this means that Google must stop forcing phone companies from installing Chrome and the Google search engine onto new phones and allow manufacturers to use forked versions of Android if they wish to. Apparently, for the payments to companies, Google apparently already stopped that back in 2014 when the issue was starting to be investigated. This investigation started over a year ago when companies complained to the European Commission about Google abusing the market dominance they had. Google has announced that it would appeal the decision, so this case will most likely take months, if not years, to reach a resolution. This was not a shocking move by the EU. They are usually strict on companies competing fairly, especially American companies. All the top dogs in the tech sector have gotten a fine at some point. In the early to mid-2000s, it was Microsoft. Now, as Facebook and Google, with Apple having been last year, asked to pay back over $15 billion in back taxes. Now, if the commission actually wanted to take a stand against Google and try and break up their monopoly, they would have tried to make a bigger case, and they could have if they looked enough. Even if they win and force Google to do these changes, it really doesn't change much of their dominance over Android. What if you download an app, and it's built by the developers to the point where you need a Chrome browser or the Google search to actually function properly? You're then going to download it anyway to use the app, and then you're back at square one. Moving over to movies, this past week was the San Diego Comic-Con, home to a lot of movie updates. And for this section, I'm just going to go over what I felt were the biggest announcements. I will not be going over everything. Just first, a personal shout-out to the first trailer for the new Dragon Ball movie. At first, I was skeptical since the plot of the movie is, once again, focused on Broly. But after watching the trailer, I gotta say, it looks really good. The action looks amazing. And it, that they will do the character Broly justice at time and fix his character. That comes out in December for Japan and January for America. Now, the main studio that showed off a lot of stuff was Warner Brothers. And it was their time to shine with Marvel taking the year off and Fox, for some reason, still keeping quiet about X-Men Dark Phoenix. And boy, did Warner Brothers take this opportunity to run with it. First, they showed off the new trailer for Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. The trailer, for the most part, was alright. It basically showed what we already knew. But it did add in some scenes of Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. And while I do miss Colin Farrell in the role, Depp does seem to be like he's trying a bit more in this movie and not pull a Bruce Willis and just not give a shit. They then showed off a trailer for one of the many hit heavy hitters they have next year, Godzilla King of the Monsters. This is the last movie before Godzilla vs. King Kong in 2020 and features Godzilla and all of his best buddies as they fight it out and the world fall apart as a result. The trailer was good, and it showed off the scale of these monsters, just like the first one. Also on the plus side, they can't trick us with Brian Cranston again, because they already killed him. For the DC side, Warner Brothers also came out hitting hard with panels for Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman 1984, and trailers for Aquaman and Shazam. I'll start with Aquaman first, which had a good trailer going through the plot of the movie where Aquaman needs to go back to Atlantis, to take the crown and stop a coming war between the Atlanteans and humans on the surface. It seems director James Wan has a good vision for the movie, and I hope it's good, because I'll take anything to wipe away that disappointment uh, from Justice League. Shazam also seemed to be really good as well. The movie is definitely on the lighter side, looking more funny and family-friendly compared to the previous DC movie so far, and it does help that the actual character in Shazam leads well to the fact that he is a boy who gains magic, and by saying Shazam becomes an adult superhero. It's early, but look for this to do big next April with its funny tone and being family friendly, unless the reviews are shit, in which case, eh, fuck it. Now, I've been saving the story for last as there was another story from Hollywood this week, just not from Comic-Con. Over the weekend, Disney fired James Gunn, the director of both Guards of the Galaxy movies, and was currently directing and writing Guardians 3. This was in response to some of Gunn's old tweets making the rounds on Twitter. To back up a bit, James Gunn, like a lot of people, is anti-Trump and has made that very clear on Twitter with his tweets. Well, this week, a super right-wing person, who I'm not going to say, decided to go back over Gunn's tweets for the past 10 years, found some really bad ones from over 8 years ago, screenshotted them, and posted them on Twitter, making a fuss. 
Now, before I go into my opinion on the matter, let me just say that these tweets, while crude humor, are not really funny at all, and are kind of just ugh. Two of them include, the expendables were so manly I fucked the shit out of the little pussy boy next to me, the boys are back in town, and I'm doing a big Hollywood film ad- adaptation of The Giving Tree with a happy ending, the tree grows back and gives the kid a blowjob. Those tweets are bad, but I heavily disagree with Disney's move here. Not only are the tweets really old, and anyone could have looked at them, Gunn himself already apologized for them years ago, before he made the first Guardians movie, and also apologized again for them this week. It's all about context. If he just posted all these tweets this week for no reason, then sure, fire him. But this is someone who changed, grew, and apologized for his actions over eight years ago, just like anyone else. If you looked at yourself or what you posted on social media eight years ago, you'd probably find it cringy or worse. I know I've had that feeling. So not only does the man lose his job, Disney sent the message that they will fold to even the littlest pressure on Twitter. Because, by the way, there was not a lot of uproar about the tweets. If Disney just came out and said, look, we knew about them, we talked to him about it before we hired him, and, you know, worked it out, that would have been the end of it. This solution also shows that you cannot improve and apologize as a person and learn from it in, I guess, today's society with social media. Because there will still be someone who will use something you said years ago and use it against you. Anyway, that's all I have to say about this. That's it for this week's episode of What Happened, and thank you for listening.